market, I, I just can't shake it. Um, after the news we all heard yesterday, a lot happened over the weekend in college basketball. We're, we are going to talk about that, but it just, I don't know, it's hard to focus today. It's hard to still wrap your arms around what happened yesterday. Well, again, um, sometimes life is hard to explain, and, um, you know, all hoop junkies are sad today, certainly. Yeah, uh, no question about it. Um, but we're going to press on, talk uh, college hoops, and a lot to, uh, to talk about. Um, obviously, Mark, Baylor comes here, and uh, they show why they're the number one team in the country. They're good. Yeah, they're good. They're, it's a roster made of transfers. They're older guys. They're stronger guys. Um, I thought uh, I, I went back and watched um, um, most of the first half, um, and, I, you know, Florida started off good, and then they got into that last, really the last five minutes of the first half. Um, it start, Their offensive problem started a little bit before that. But when you play three freshmen on the floor and they had some foul difficulties and some rotations, and, and they ended up with Glover and Mann and Payne, I think, on the floor at one time together. And that's the point of the time of the game where Baylor makes three threes and, and man was it was his man twice and Glover's man once and it's why you don't play freshmen. It's why why you don't have to rely on freshmen the way Florida has to rely on them. And on the other end, offensively, push the ball in transition. They're doing the right things. Um, uh, Noah Locke's got a wide open three. He misses it. They throw it inside to Blackshear. He charges. So during this kind of sequence – you go from three or four up to being seven or eight down, and they started chasing Baylor, and Baylor's too good. And here's the other part of the equation. If you're good enough to go into the fog and beat Kansas at Kansas, uh, you're certainly good enough to come here and win. I mean, Baylor is legit. They're a legit Final Four national championship contender. Lost one game on the year, three-point game earlier in the year against Washington, and um, they can beat you in a lot of different ways. One of the things that's been interesting, Mark, is the beginning of the year, people complained about the Gator offense. It's right. too slow, right. walking the ball up the floor, and they did a pretty good job defensively. Well, now the pace is better. They're scoring more, but the defense now isn't as good. Is there a correlation between the two? Oh, perhaps, but remember, other teams' offenses are also getting better. It's not just Florida who has scholarship players who they want to see play better offense. Um, I think there's no question that the offense has grown by leaps and bounds. Now, the defense, Florida is what I call a very good situational defensive team. They're in the right place at the right time, but they don't take things away from you. This is not a high steel team. They don't force a lot of turnovers because I think team speed, they're very average. Team length, they're basically average. Um, and so with, if you don't have those two ingredients, you know, if you don't have pineapple, it's hard to make pineapple upside down cake. So if you don't have length and quickness, it's hard to take things away defensively. So, you know, I think Nemhart is very good situationally, meaning he's in the right place at the right time. Noah Lockett is in the right place at the right time. Johnson's in the right place at the right time. But the freshmen have their weak spots. I mean, Scotty Lewis is really good on the ball. Um, they don't have a rim protector. They don't have a shot blocker per se. So, you know, Blackshear does not give them that. So um, in some ways, they're hamstrung, I think, more on the defensive end than they are offensively. We're going to talk more globally about college basketball. But one last question. I've been kind of saving this one because I know how you feel. 
about guards who are shorter. Right. Okay. Right. I, I like Quez Glover. I think he's gritty. I think he's a tough kid. Uh, I think he's going to be a good player. But will teams, again, take advantage of him because of height? No question. He's going to have to overcome that. That's an adversity. You know, Memphis plays two small guards, and they're struggling right now. Because once you get into league play and the stakes get raised and the scouting is much more pinpoint and you, you know when another team's going to breathe, basically, your every weakness is exposed. So, so what are you going to do to match that kind of scouting? I've always said this, and I just, I've just got back from Wichita State for the 19th time this month. And so Eric Stevenson at the beginning of the month is a guard for Wichita State, and he got 29 against Ole Miss. Well, guess what that meant in terms of scouting? So you perform at this level. And then the effort of the defense and the scouting matches that level. Now, what are you going to do in response to that? And so, I, I, you know, he's no different, and Florida's freshmen are no different than a lot of players I see around the country. All right, let's uh, get to some of our other stuff here. Play of the Week brought to you by Center State Bank with five Alachua County locations to serve you better. A lot of people always say, let them play at the end. Um, what I would tell you to go watch is the ending of the Arizona at Arizona State game, and you're laughing because I just showed it to you. Yeah. Um, and the three blind mice who were working that game, um, Arizona State scores with about 12 seconds to go to go up one. Arizona's bringing the ball down the floor. Nico Mannion, their outstanding freshman guard, comes down, and guy guarding him, th- there's contact, and Mannion pushes off, no whistle. So then Mannion comes to the top of the key, throws the ball to the wing. The guy on the wing drives into the paint and is mugged at the buzzer. And no whistle either time. Let them play. No, no. That, let them play. All you're, all you're seeing is disregard the rules at the end. So call the fouls. Our game is you know bad enough right now without freedom of movement. Uh, Coach K complained about this after um, getting beat the other day. And, and I, I have to always remind coaches, even guys like Coach K, complain after you win. Don't complain after you lose because if you do that, it's just sour grapes. Um, but our game has very little freedom of movement. I just – and I'm, I hate to keep going back to Wichita State, but I just had this conversation with Greg Marshall. He agrees, and then he also, in the next breath, will tell you, now we play that way too. So until – what that tells me is – until there's a change in the officiating paradigm. It's not the officials. It's the officiating concept. Until we send that message to call all fouls, coaches are going to keep teaching fouling. That's just the way it goes. And I'm glad you said that because I think think of what you just said. They, they're teaching fouling. They have. They've, had, they've done that for the last 10 years. I mean, coaches – you know, we're always looking to push the envelope, and some coaches more than others, because some coaches actually believe if we foul all the time, they won't call them all. Mm-hmm. But trust me, there are coaches who operate that way. Yeah, and but I think they're right. I mean, they are right. You. That they yeah. are right. But we've got to change. Otherwise, let's stop talking about freedom of movement. Let's yeah. stop emphasizing that. Let's go in a different direction. One last thing about this. You're getting I, me fired up on I, officiating, and we got a whole hour kind of, to go. I got of, no chance. That's kind of why I'm doing it. But that's because <laughs> I like when you're fired up. Let, let's go back to this for a second, Mark. And we talked about it off air. I do not like it and have never liked it when, well, I love it when they let them play. No, that's not written anywhere. It's not in the rule book. Let them play is not written in the rule book anywhere. 
Right. Because letting him play means, I mean, if you take the, we're not gonna, we're not gonna call it. We're just gonna let him play. Like, yeah. just they'll, they'll knock you down. It's okay. I always think officials get in more trouble with coaches when they don't call fouls, when they don't blow the whistle, versus when they do. Because the coaches can disagree all they want and go back on film, and then you can evaluate. But when you when you don't call fouls, when you don't blow the whistle, you tick off both coaches. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. All right. Now, a lot of questions for you. Okay. Questions of the week brought to you by Paul Gardner Chiropractic, committed to your comfort and care. If you have questions you want to ask Mark, you can send your questions to hoop there it is show at gmail.com. Hoop there it is show at gmail.com. And we got a lot of them today. Uh, Stephen in Gainesville says if Mike White's team were to keep making the NCAA tournament yearly, and lose in the first or second round, is that considered being successful at the University of Florida? That is a great question. And this is what I say publicly and have said all along. As a fan base, I think you have to evaluate what your expectation level is year to year on a consistent basis. So when you go back and look at Florida in the NCAA tournament, I think you have the right as a fan to expect Florida to get into the NCAA tournament every year. I also think based on their wins and losses in the tournament, I think you have to your expectation level is okay for them to win a game in the tournament. But based on the historical success or lack thereof in the NCAA tournament and where Florida has fallen, that's it. After that, all bets are off. Gravy. Gravy from that point forward. Now, if I'm Kentucky and I'm doing Kentucky Wednesday night, we're working on a graphic on this exact thing for Kentucky's fans. It's different. But at Kentucky, it, it cannot be win it all or else. Now, that's just as ludicrous as, as thinking Florida's going to make the Final Four every year. That's just not going to happen. Val in Mobile, Alabama. Oh, wow. Gators came out strong against Baylor. Couldn't seem to match the agility and talent of the Bears. If they played them ten times, I'd say ten victories with the Bears. Do you agree? <laughs> uh, if it's four out of seven since we're you know talking in basketball terms, yeah, Baylor wins 4-1. Brian in Gainesville. What's up with the re- Oh, boy. What's up with the refs? Is there no home court advantage? They stink. That's what's up with the refs. They stink. They've got to get better. Call the fouls. Blow the whistle. Is there no home court advantage from the refs? It seems to me well, they consistently favor the away team when we play at home. Am I imagining this? Yes, you are. Because <laughs> most fans forget every time it happens in their favor. And, and let me tell you why I know this still exists. All you have to do is look at the betting lines and who's favored, and you'll be shocked that, like Florida was favored. I don't know what the line was, a point and a half, of points, two points. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but they're favored. Well, why are they favored? It's not because it's just, it's not just because it's a sellout. Trust me on this. Um, Robbie and Brooker, what are your thoughts on the passing of Kobe Bryant? What would you say was his greatest contribution to the game? We'll come back to that one. Okay. Uh, Dan and McAnope. Exact Tech had its highest attendance since the arena was renamed. Too bad fans went home without a victory. Do we have talent to compete against teams like Baylor? Uh, not at that tier, no. I mean, that's a simple answer. I mean, um, on a given night, absolutely. 
because I've, I've already established this with everybody, the difference between being sixth and 36th in the country. By the way, Florida's net ranking this morning is in the 30s. I mean, they're, they're solid right now. They're in as of today. Now things can change. And tomorrow night's game becomes an important game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, I mean, uh, they're not on the top tier, but the difference between 6 and 36 is one possession. 36 and 106, one possession. Um, Mark and Daltona, what game? I like him already. I yeah. bet he doesn't like officials either. And you know the odd thing about this, in case anybody doesn't know this, my father was an official in the SEC. So I was raised on the wrong side of this argument. <laughs> He's in Delta. What, he wants to. What, you choked me up. What games do you have this week? Uh, this week I have uh, Kentucky Vandy on Wednesday night. We're the first game on the SEC network, and I think that's six thirty. And on the weekend I have the back end game of the War on I four USF and UCF from Tampa, mm, four o'clock maybe on the U. That's a nice little trip. Just though. two week, two games this week, not three like last week. Last week was a. Seven-day road trip. And you get to go down the interstate for that one, too. Yeah, I'm going is... to spend an extra day, see my mom in Kentucky, and then I'm coming back on Friday and we'll drive down. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be easy. Uh, Mickey and Ocala, can't seem to find your podcast on iTunes. When will you add it? Love your show. Hope you keep it forever. It's coming. We are working on it, Mickey. I can tell you that one. That was, I'll have to answer that one. Forever is a long time. It huh? is. But uh, for as long <laughs> as we can stay relevant here. Uh, John and Eustace. Uh, Gators should have wanted the LSU even with the last-minute call. The rally with a minute 20 left in the game was a little too late. What triggered that last-minute rally, and why couldn't it have come a little sooner? Well, if you knew the answer to that, John, or if Mike White knew the answer to that, they would have done it. I mean, the, again, uh, the other team is good. The other team has scholarship athletes. So are, is LSU's fan base going, well, what happened in the last minute and 20? Can we not close out games? I mean, so... I mean, this is the nature of sports, and I keep coming back to this. We're on now. We're on chapter ten in a in a eighteen chapter book, and and the plot twists we we see weekly in college basketball. Um, I, I, all I know is LSU is living right, man. They they've won. They didn't lose in the month of January, and they have won their last six games by a total of fifteen points. Yeah. So, but. When you're good and you and you get on a roll, good things seem to happen. So, yep. and Florida, here's the other thing: Florida's schedule is really that's the other thing that's going to save Florida at the end. If, if things come, you know, if it becomes a bubble situation, Flor, Florida has its schedule to fall back on. A lot of teams do not. I agree, Matthew and Valrico. Do you predict a one and done for any of our freshmen? Um. I guess the closest would be Scotty Lewis, and my advice to Scotty Lewis is if he um, tests the water and finds out he can go in the first round, absolutely. If he can go in the top half of the second round, absolutely. If he can go in the bottom half of the second round, now you've got a decision to make. Uh, But I'm always for guys going. Me too. I'm with you. Jason in Brunswick, Georgia. Illinois is on top of the Big Ten. Shocker, Brad. What's going so right in their program? Um. Again, Brad Underwood took over from Stephen F. Austin. He was highly successful, but it's been a learning curve, meaning this is his third or fourth year at Illinois. This is not instant success. And here's the thing, and and I've used this on a broadcast, so I'm going to use it here today. When you take over a program, 
Have you ever seen the word uh, the the show Chopped on the Food Network? Mm-mm. So the the chefs they open up a basket. They don't know what the ingredients are that they have to work with, and then they have to make dishes off what your ingredients are. Okay, okay. when you take over a program like Brad Underwood did, or like. Jerry Stackhouse is doing, Eric uh, Musselman's doing, and so on and so forth. You open, you have very little impact on your ingredients. You open up your box and you figure out a dish to make. Well, some years, if you don't have really good ingredients, ingredients that you're taking over with, I mean, your dish is not going to be very good. And in Jerry Stackhouse's case, his best ingredient, Aaron Neesmith, 23 points a game, is probably done for the year. Well, your best thing, so your dish is not going to be as good. It's just not going to be. So, it's a, it, you have to work hard at putting better ingredients into your uh, a box that you're opening up. That's what Mike White has done. And isn't it funny too? Um, by the way, uh, one of his players stepped on a Purdue player the other day. Well, and he got and he a got, two game yep, suspension, which he should have gotten. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't understand the. You know, Jarreau uh, uh, for Houston uh, goes by Danny Hurley at the end of the UConn game uh, the other day and says something. He gets a technical, and UConn actually has a shot to win at the end when Houston was up six with like 10 seconds to go. And, and they got to shoot four free throws and the ball. So, uh, again, uh, just play. Just, just stop all this other stuff and just play. Christopher in Jacksonville. Kentucky won a statement game in OT yeah. versus Texas Tech. Is this what they need to get their mojo back? Kentucky? Yeah. Um, I think what has happened at Kentucky is, first of all, quickly has evolved into a totally different kind of player. I've always talked about how many different ways can you beat a team. Sometimes that's schematically. Can you beat them offensively, defensively? Sometimes it's personnel. How many different ways can you beat a team with your personnel? Early in the year, Kentucky's best wins only happened, and I'm talking about Michigan State and Louisville, when Maxey was really good. He had 26 against Louisville, or 26 against Michigan State, 27 against Louisville. That, but that was the only way they could win, was for him to get a lot of buckets. Now, with the addition of Quickly, they become that much more dangerous. Nick Richards has had a marvelous, consistent year. Um, they're more well-rounded. They're playing their best basketball heading into the right time of the year, and that's usually what Kentucky does under Cal. Yeah, those young players Yeah, it learn. takes a while. It takes yeah. a while. And here's the thing that's a little bit different in Kentucky and most teams. He has enough talent where he can coach them the way he wants to coach them, meaning this. If you don't, you don't play hard, you don't, you don't guard, you don't get out and run, come over here, come over here. He's got the great equalizer. I can't think of the kid's name, um, but he's transferring. Whitley. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. uh, that was Whitley. his dream school. Well, you never know who's talking in his head and, and whatnot. Uh, to me, and I'll talk about this Wednesday on the air, to me this is a transfer portal problem. You've heard me say this before. I'm all for everybody transferring. I'm all for everybody. Uh, you don't have to sit because the waiver situation is a joke. So I'm all for that. Um, but to have the transfer portal open during your season is ludicrous to me. And it that's not just basketball. That would be football, yeah. volleyball. You name the sport, I don't care. Your transfer portal should not be open. Now, I will make an exception for basketball because of the mid-semester thing. So if you wanted to have your transfer portal open for, say, 
two days after the first semester, I would be okay with that. But uh, but I understand that. Other yeah. than that, then the transfer portal must come with a calendar. Yeah. There's no reason for. I mean, he can't be eligible any sooner now. Right. Uh, entering the transfer portal now versus. Now, he could have been at mid-semester, but now, you know, now you'll have to go through a waiver to try and get in mid-semester. And yeah. so, and that part's a joke to me. Yeah. So, I, and, and so I'm for when the season's over, uh, let's say, well, the day that your season ends, regardless of when it ends, until like June 15th, I'm going to give you two months. You, you've got two months of open transfer portal. But after June 15th, it closes and it doesn't open again until those two days after the first semester. They've got to do something. This is this is you know again what's good for one sport is not good for another. Yeah, and and the other thing is to me, you're quitting on your team mid mid year. It just that's a bad look. It just has a bad look. Yeah, I think it says more that you're not transferring. You're quitting. Right. That's exactly my point. Yeah. Exactly. Oh boy. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan in Gainesville a says, break? <laughs> not a basketball question, but who do you predict will win the Super Bowl? Oh, you know, this is a great question because uh, my partner and I, Anish Sharaf, on the weekend, we're wearing uh, jerseys on Saturday. Are you? We did it last year yeah. with who I worked with. and So I have a Rams jersey if you want one. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to be wearing Kansas City, so I'm going to be wearing a Mahomes okay. uh, jersey. Yeah. And so, of course, I'm saying Mahomes <laughs> in Kansas City. I was only, I lost last year, so I well, had the Rams. So. Yeah, I, I happen. I'm I'm with you. I, I, but I, I know this: I, San Francisco is really good, and they're good on defense. Yeah, too. really, That's, really good. Yeah. it's an interesting matchup. It is, me. and and I think this. You know, so I I want a big game to live up to whatever hype there is, right? And I think this has a chance to do that. It does. So, all right, those were a lot of questions. From Mark, but that's why he's here, and that's why we are doing it. So uh, keep them coming. And uh, again, question of the week brought to you by Paul Gardner Chiropractic. You can send the questions to hoop. There it is. Show at gmail.com. We'll take a break. Come back. Much more to come. ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. It's hoop season, and there's many of you out there will try and act like the Gators do on the court and relive the glory days. But when you get the aches and pains from doing the moves you shouldn't be trying anymore, you'll know it's time to see Dr. Paul Gardner, and he'll fix you upright. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they've got affordable, no-stress care, from sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away. They've got many therapies that'll get you better in no time. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you diagnosed the right way. So call them today at 727-4438. At Center State Bank, they put business first. They're the largest community bank in the state of Florida and understand that small businesses need a community business partner that they can rely on. Center State has five convenient Alachua County locations to serve you better. They invite you to come in and experience the Center State difference. To learn more, visit CenterStateBank.com. Center State Bank, member FDIC. 
Lake Area Metal Solutions is the official metal roofing supplier of the Florida Gators, and they can help you beat both the rain and the heat. Not only are they the only metal roofing manufacturer owned and operated in Alachua County, but they also have lightning-fast turnaround times, saving you both time and money. Lake Area Metal Solutions is committed to fast, friendly customer service made by contractors for contractors. Call us at 352-481-ROOF and visit us at lakeareametals.com. I'm Steve Spurrier, sometimes called the head ball coach, and I'm here to tell you I got the SUV that I drive from Davis. Well, Coach, you're not the only one because I got the vehicle that I drive from Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, but the question is now, how do we get everybody else in town to jump on the Davis bandwagon? If you bleed orange and blue, Davis is the place for you. Davis Automotive Group, the official hometown automotive partner of the Florida Gators. So what you waiting for? Get to Main Street today and check out Davis Gainesville Chevrolet because real Gators drive Davis. The best Cuban coffee and cuisine north of Miami are located right here in town at Yapa Latin Cafe. Start your day with a delicious Cuban breakfast featuring beef and eggs, stuffed arepas, and their local favorite, cafe con leche. Or join them for lunch and enjoy a classic Cuban sandwich and one of their many freshly squeezed fruit juices and smoothies. And don't forget dinner, featuring their top dishes made with the most authentic ingredients, like arroz con pollo and ropa vieja. Located on 34th Street in Gainesville, US 441 in Alachua, and online at miapalatincafe.com. Miapa, a proud supporter of the Florida Gators. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Worry less with crime prevention security systems by preventing package theft with their doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is alongside Mark Wise. I'm Steve Russell. It is now time for Chalk Talk, brought to you by Gators Dockside, Wings, Ribs, Seafood, and Sports. Mark has our Chalk Talk. Steve, it just seems appropriate today. Um, I've put 24 up on the uh, board and in memory of Kobe Bryant and all those who lost their lives in the accident yesterday. We're going to take 24 seconds of silence. You know, the thing about Kobe Bryant is you can talk all day long about his accomplishments on the court, but what I saw in Kobe Bryant in the last couple of years was his willingness to be an ambassador for our sport at any level. The fact that he was coaching his daughter's team, the fact that he was at a very supportive of the WNBA, uh, um, the, the fa- fact that he was working with the commissioner in, in, of the NBA in different ways. I'm, I mean, to me, that's he, he's almost like starting his second 41, and we're going to kind of be robbed of seeing that. I agree. The, the other thing, too, um, you know, as a young player, made mistakes. You know, we, we, we know that. No right. need to chronicle them, but, you know, he made them. But it's always about the human spirit that you learn from those. Well, he did. I mean, he became a good father, a good family man, and as you said, in bat, involved in, in uh, soccer. 
right as well so a guy who wasn't just a a basketball guy but got involved in other facets won an oscar you know what last year whenever it was two years ago i mean that's if somebody would have said kobe bryant you know enters the nba at age 18 he's gonna win an oscar when he's done yeah it's a sad it was a sad event on so many levels, as a parent, as a NBA fan, as a basketball fan, as uh, other parents involved, other children involved, um, it's just an incredibly sad moment. You know what I think is really, I, I don't care what walk of life you're in, I, I believe the one of the ultimate things you can get as a human being, Mark, is other people emulating you, other people looking up to you, other people acknowledging this person had this to do with my life. It, it, it influenced me. It, it uh, inspired me. It did whatever. How many different people and how many different walks of life tweeted, said something, you know, Tiger Woods, President Obama, I mean, other, you know, WNBA players, right. that's pretty cool. His smile will be missed. Yeah. We could go on. Um, and, you know, being, I, I think Mark said it best, too. It, yesterday, as much as Kobe Bryant, but I thought of his wife. You know, not you lose a husband and you right. lose a daughter. And let's not forget the other people that were involved. There were other children there too, other right. parents, other ones. Terrible tragedy, um, but a really cool thing um, that we got to do there. All right, let's get kind of. By the way, um, in just a couple of minutes, uh, going to have you be able to uh, call us and talk to Mark live if you have a question. Um, so we'll get to that in uh, just a second. But we got some other features to uh, to get to here. So. Mark, let's get to them. Um, Sub of the Week, brought to you by Miapa Latin Cafe, home of the Ebor City, Tampa Cuban, Miami Cuban, and the Key West Cuban. They're all really good. I would like to think that I am well prepared for any game that I do, regardless of, of what league you're working in. And Saturday, I got reminded of that, like, upside the face. <laughs> Tony Johnson Jr. is a freshman for UCF. On the season, he had made two of 12 shots and one of six from beyond the arc in very limited minutes. Because of foul difficulties, another player being out, a player being sick, he gets thrust into the game. Makes four of eight from beyond the arc for 16 points. I didn't have him on my board. I'm scrambling you know, you've got the game notes. You know, you know how this I goes. I can just see this. Okay, yeah, it's a it's I a pitcher. It's you. a pitcher that hadn't hadn't pitched all all year. You know, yeah. he comes in, including and you can go. Somebody can Google this. At the end of the first half, he makes a seventy-five foot bank shot right before the buzzer. It was pretty cool. But Tony Johnson Jr., you got me, and you're my sub of the week. Yeah, brought to you by <laughs> Miapa Latin Cafe. Um, we will take a break and come back. Much more to come. And again, a chance if you uh, would like to give Mark a call, we'll do that in the next segment. You can call him and ask him a question live. ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF. 
Everyone is raving about Titan MRI with the highest rated MRI facilities in town. Titan MRI is the place to go. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town. Joe and his staff have more than two decades of experience in Gainesville and they've helped heal thousands of athletes in the local area. At Titan MRI, the average scan time is 10 to 15 minutes. So you'll have plenty of time to get back to work and live in a life pain free. Don't wait. Tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. MRI or call them today at 672-6644. How do you decrease your company's turnover? Ask the friendly staff at Radware. Nothing says thank you like a Yeti-style insulated cup with your company name on the side or a pair of Costa sunglasses. When you want to make an impression, Radware is the place to go. Logoed sunglasses, mugs, water bottles, hats, shirts, umbrellas, pens, the list goes on and on. If you can think it, Radware can make it memorable. Locally owned and operated by UF grads, Radware is celebrating its 10-year anniversary. No one does promotional items and customized apparel like Radware. Visit them online today at radwaredesigns.com. The school year is back, and no one does after school like Okito America. Martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Okito America has classes for all ages to teach valuable life lessons and provide plenty of exercise. Starting at just $79 a week for after school, and as always, transportation is completely free. Okito America, located at 6900 Southwest Archer Road and online at okitoamerica.com. Hurry, sign up for after school at Okito America today before classes fill up. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. Are you buying or selling? Whatever phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Whether you're moving in or moving out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with the fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County, trust the best and call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit them online at yourdreamscomehome.com. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has the same-day scheduling available. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to our Hoop There It Is podcast. If you have a question you want to ask Mark live, you can do so now on the Campus USA Credit Union phone line, 392-8255. So Mark will be here. So call him and ask him your question. In the meantime, we'll do our Coach of the Week brought to you by Lake Area Metals, the official metal roofing supplier of the Florida Gators. What do you got? Well, a couple of things. One is, you know, Roy Williams passed his old mentor, Dean Smith, and it took him a while <laughs> because yeah, Carolina. Yeah, they didn't win for a while. Yeah, they didn't win for a while. 
But I don't think a lot of people paid attention that Bob Huggins at West Virginia, West Virginia tied Adolph Rupp for seventh all time in terms of wins. So I'm going with Bob Huggins, uh, Huggy Bear and the Mountaineers getting it done. Great minds think alike. You know, I think of Bob, and we all mature, but remember him younger. Not that he still doesn't do right, it, but right. he was. Well, here's the other thing, uh, and this is not to belittle Roy Williams in any way, shape, or form, but Roy Williams has done the bulk of his work at Blue Blood programs. Correct. Okay, Bob Huggins has won at Akron, Cincinnati, West Virginia. All right, we got uh, Joe is going to talk to Mark on the Campus USA Credit Union phone line, so Joe, you got it. Uh, thank you. Hey, Mark, uh, I don't know if this is true or not. Someone told me you were assistant coach at Purdue. I was back in the day, this is a long time ago, Jeff Meyer and I, who's now on the staff at Butler, he and uh-huh. I were the two guys that are about 10 guys right now. <laughs> we were the student assistants, grad assistants, video guys, strength and conditioning, academic people. I mean, so uh, all those jobs uh, uh-huh. Jeff Meyer and I did for two years, including the 1980 Final Four, but in another lifetime, yes. So who were you, who were you under at the time? Lee Rose. We were. Uh, I worked for Lee Rose for eight years, and okay. we were the coaching staff uh, um, just before Gene Cady started his wonderful run. Yeah, so cool. I, well, home games were in Mackey Arena, and yeah, that is yeah. where that is where I met um, my wife. Good for you. Well, I was there for you know I was a PE jock, and I was there George King. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A.D. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fred, and, uh, we followed Fred Schaus. We were the two years between Fred Schaus and Gene Cady. Well, did you know George Faber? Does that name ring a bell? I know George Faber very well. Very, yeah, very well. Was like, he was like my favorite mentor when I was a PE jockey. Funny dude. Funny, funny dude and a very patient human being. I learned a lot about patience with George Faber. He was also a real good player in his day. Too. Well, he tells a funny story because um, his team, he played with Rick Mount, and his know, team man. his team went to, uh, I think, in the NIT finals, they played St. Bonaventure, and their center was George Kendrick, and George yeah. Kendrick was nicknamed the Big Cat, I think, as Faber tells the story, and they got ready to shake hands at the center jump, and Bob Lanier... For St. Bonaventure grabbed his hand and said, Big Cat, the big dog has arrived in the garden tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and he said they beat the crap out of him. Yeah. Didn't he have like size 20? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. He tells a really funny story about that. that is he funny. said they had five plays. They had four plays for Mount and one when he was out of the game. And he wasn't out of the game very often. <laughs> <laughs> to, I mean, you're talking to Rick Mount in college. What a player. Oh, yeah. Great and, shooter. And he had a great ABA career. Yes, yeah. and, and Bob Lanier, obviously. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's Coach of the Week, brought to you by Lake Area Metals. Now, our top four, brought to you by Doreen Weeby Realtor, voted best realtor in town by the People's Choice Award. Top four. Uh, this is not changing for me, so I'll go quickly. Baylor, Gonzaga, San Diego State, and Dayton. You know, I, I, I have Florida State instead of Dayton. I, I don't have uh, any problem with that. I mean, they that length and strength team, man, they're hard to beat. Um, but Obi Toppin, yeah, I believe in Obi. Yeah, NBA, he'll be a yeah. Tell me something. It, it's it, and and I think this is fascinating when 
But you kind of mentioned this once, where Bill Belichick was at Cleveland, right? Right, and he goes to New England, and all yeah. of a sudden he, you know, he's the world beater. Right. Well, you know, Anthony was successful at some quote mid majors, goes to Alabama, doesn't do well. Now he's got an NBA okay. guy. Yeah, did okay. okay. Yeah, okay. But he got let go. Right. Right. And now he's got Dayton resurrected. I don't think there's any question in my mind that his experience at the NBA level has um, broadened his offensive scope. Now, it helps when you've got a first-round draft choice. There's no question about that. And that's what Obi Toppin is. But they play. this is not the same Anthony Grant team that we saw at Alabama. Not in any way, shape, or form. They play fast. They get up and down. I have to believe that's an NBA influence. I haven't talked to him about it. Um, I, 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 I'm betting that's the case. Okay. By the way, you got a question for Mark? You can do it on the Campus USA Credit Union phone line, 392-8255. But now it's time for a Baller of the Week, brought to you by Okito America, your after-school martial arts and birthday party headquarters. Leading scorer in the Big Ten. Averaging 23 points a game. That would be pretty good, right? Yeah, it would be. He's not on anybody's draft board. Anywhere. Do you have any idea who it is? No. Luca Garza. And if you haven't seen him play for Iowa, six foot eleven, complete game, can play with his back to the basket, back facing the basket, but he's an older big guy, so he's not a hot commodity in terms of NBA potential. But, man, he can flat play. And you can't find him on anybody's board. Why? Why? Again, he's older. Older, older big, big guys have a hard time in the draft. But if, how old is he, 24? Uh, no, no, no. He's, he's a tw- red-shirted 23, probably 22, uh, 23. But in NBA years, that's old. So, in other words, for the- a big guy, because the pounding. Okay. Well, you only have say, so your, many your years. You, of, yes. That's the big question about Zion. There's yeah. no question to me, Zion is, will be an all-NBA kind of player. But I don't know how long he's going to be an all-NBA player. He's has, he has such unique skills. But can that body take the pounding? You know, it's not just 82 games. It's the five exhibition games. It's the 10 playoff games. I mean, it can be 100 games a year. That is a lot of pounding for that body. Do you think he will have to shed weight? I don't know that he can. I mean, he will shed a little bit. He'll have to get smarter with how he plays at that weight. And so he, he may not be able to be as reckless as he is right now. Interesting. Take a break. Come back. More with our Hoop There It Is podcast today. Hope you enjoy it. We sure do. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everyone is raving about Titan MRI with the highest rated MRI facilities in town. Titan MRI is the place to go. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town. Joe and his staff have more than two decades of experience in Gainesville and they've helped heal thousands of athletes in the local area. At Titan MRI, the average scan time is 10 to 15 minutes. So you'll have plenty of time to get back to work and live in a life pain free. Don't worry. Wait, tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI or call them today at 672-6644. 
It's hoop season, and there's many of you out there will try and act like the Gators do on the court and relive the glory days. But when you get the aches and pains from doing the moves you shouldn't be trying anymore, you'll know it's time to see Dr. Paul Gardner, and he'll fix you upright. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they've got affordable, no-stress care from sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away. They've got many therapies that'll get you better in no time. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you diagnosed the right way. So call them today at 727 727- Four four three eight. At Center State Bank, they put business first. They're the largest community bank in the state of Florida and understand that small businesses need a community business partner that they can rely on. Center State has five convenient Alachua County locations to serve you better. They invite you to come in and experience the Center State difference. To learn more, visit centerstatebank.com. Center State Bank. Member FDIC. Lake Area Metal Solutions is the official metal roofing supplier of the Florida Gators, and they can help you beat both the rain and the heat. Not only are they the only metal roofing manufacturer owned and operated in Alachua County, but they also have lightning-fast turnaround times, saving you both time and money. Lake Area Metal Solutions is committed to fast, friendly customer service made by contractors for contractors. Call us at 352-481-ROOF and visit us at lakeareametals.com. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them today at cpss.net. About 15 more minutes left in our show. Sports scene will follow, but if you got a question for Mark, you can call 392-8255, and that will get that done. But time now for Team of the Week, brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, the official hometown automotive partner of the Florida Gators. Real Gators drive Davis. Team of the Week. I got a little ahead of myself earlier, so I'm going to call them the Team of the Month because LSU hasn't lost in the month, and the fact that they've won six games in a row by a total of 15 points after going on the road and winning by two at Texas, beating Florida at home earlier in the week by two with that uh, strange finish. So um, Will Wade's group is living right right now. There's a lot of things to like about their their team. I I don't think they have a true point guard, but somehow the two-quarterback system of Skylar Mays and Javante Smart is working for them right now. And they do play with a purpose they play north south yes they are the best (laughs) north south team i've seen in the country they ball reversal they don't worry about that (laughs) no but they don't need to they've got strong guys they get the ball up on the rim and then they go get it they're the best one i think their two point percentage shooting percentage is in the top 10 i wanted to say it was in the top five but i have to double check that marvelous two-point shooting team yeah not good from beyond the arc not a good three-point shooting no no um you know my team of the week is it, it's the letter R. Because anytime you have Rutgers and ranked, <laughs> right? I thought you were going Sesame Street no, on that. I was like, Rutgers brought and to ranked. you by the letter R. I love it. Right? Rutgers and ranked doesn't happen very often no, in our I like lives. it. I like it. It's a good thing. How much? I mean, do you know much about Rutgers? Not, not a lot. I mean, uh, only what I read. Yeah. I haven't spent a lot of time watching them. But they're ranked. Yeah, and... it's, it's good stuff. And you know and they haven't been uh, to the NCAA tournament since Roosevelt was president. <laughs> Theodore Franklin or Theodore doesn't Theodore, matter. Yeah, it's a long time. 
<laughs> yeah. So, I mean, good for them. So, those are our teams of the week. Now, games to watch brought to you by Radware, your promotional and custom apparel headquarters. What games to watch? You know, the list I gave you last week was a fabulous list. Okay. All those games were dynamite games. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to give you another you got list. got a lot to live up to. Though. Got another list. Yeah. Tuesday night, SMU at Cincinnati in the American. That's two teams, four and two in the league, kind of a crossroads game. The winner might be headed toward the NCAA tournament. Wednesday night, West Virginia at Texas Tech. Ooh. Texas Tech. Talk Tech's. about a rock fight. Yeah. Okay. The three officials, they need five. <laughs> Un, only unbeaten teams still. Uh, San Diego State is at New Mexico. That's 9 o'clock on Wednesday on CBS Sports Network. Uh, Saturday, uh, game day is going to Auburn. I just saw that this morning for the Kentucky at Auburn game at 6 p.m. And then also Duke at Syracuse. Don't look now. But Syracuse is 6-3 and three in the ACC, and for a change, they are not on the bubble. They would be significantly in as of right now. All right. Well, I want to ask you two questions about those games, okay? Yeah. I'm not sold on Auburn. Are you? I was a couple of weeks ago, and then they went on the road, and that's there's no crime in losing twice on, on the road. It's just the way that they're shooting the ball. Now, they shot a l- the ball a little bit better on, on the weekend in their uh, a game against Iowa State, but they held on. They, they had real struggles. I like what Austin Wiley has given them block to block. Dowdy is in a shooting slump right now. Uh, so I think you know the question is, is do they have a go-to guy? So one of the things I'm working on uh, for Wednesday night's game is in honor of the Super Bowl and SEC too deep. Oh, okay. In other words, okay, sure. who are the two best at, at the positions. each position? Yeah, okay, I like, it. I like it. So I'm not going to tell you who they are because you. That's right. Got to watch. Got to watch. That's right. Um, but I don't have an Auburn player on there, and oh. I kept looking and looking. And when you when you talk about the production, when you talk about um, what I think a guy might be able to do at the next level and your consistent production, I just I haven't I've been able to put it. I think they've got a lot of guys that are third. You know, if I went three deep, I, I would have a lot of Auburn players. But whether you're talking about Wiley or Purifoy or Dowdy or McCormick, I mean, they, I wouldn't put them on my two deep. Okay, another team I want to ask you about, because I watched a lot of the game, was Texas Tech. Yeah. Okay. They're I don't, they're not struggling in the league, but yeah. you know they've had some bumps. Tell me what you think of that team. Again, it's a, a team that's not as good offensively, so they're going to play the same defensively. There's no question about that. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you got to score, and that's the bottom line. And so their scoring has been more inconsistent. Um, they're they're going to be top forty. You know, Ken Palm defensive efficiency. Forever, how long Chris Beard is there? That yeah. that's a given, but you've got to match that. You know, it's interesting. I, I'm no NCAA champion since '02 has been outside the top 40 offensively in efficiency or outside the top 20 in defensively. Ooh. So you have to get it done on both ends. Interesting. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get a call from Mark. Uh, stay with us on our Hoop There It Is podcast, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. I'm Steve Spurrier, sometimes called the head ball coach, and I'm here to tell you I got the SUV that I drive from Davis. Well, Coach, you're not the only one because I got the vehicle that I drive from Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, but the question is now, how do we get everybody else in town to jump on the Davis bandwagon? If you bleed orange and blue, Davis is the place for you. Davis Automotive Group, the official hometown automotive partner of the Florida Gators. So what you waiting for? Get to Main Street today and check out Davis Gainesville Chevrolet because Real Gators Drive Davis. The best Cuban coffee and cuisine north of Miami are located right here in town at Miapa Latin Cafe. Start your day with a delicious Cuban breakfast featuring beef and eggs, stuffed arepas, and their local favorite, cafe con leche. Or join them for lunch and enjoy a classic Cuban sandwich and one of their many freshly squeezed fruit juices and smoothies. And don't forget dinner, featuring their top dishes made with the most authentic ingredients, like arroz con pollo and ropa vieja. Located on 34th Street in Gainesville, US 441 in Alachua, and online at MiapaLatinCafe.com. Miapa, a proud supporter of the Florida Gators. How do you decrease your company's turnover? Ask the friendly staff at Radware. Nothing says thank you like a Yeti-style insulated cup with your company name on the side or a pair of Costa sunglasses. When you want to make an impression, Radware is the place to go. Logoed sunglasses, mugs, water bottles, hats, shirts, umbrellas, pens, the list goes on and on. If you can think it, Radware can make it memorable. Locally owned and operated by UF grads, Radware is celebrating its 10-year anniversary. No one does promotional items and customized apparel like Radware. Visit them online today at radwaredesigns.com. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gator. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up, start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. All right, we're going to get a call from Mark on the Campus USA Credit Union phone line. That'll be Kyle. Kyle, hi. Hi, uh, I think Baylor totally exploited the Gators' defense, and I was just wondering, what do you guys think they can do to recognize that sooner so it doesn't happen again? Well, in what way did they exploit is the question I would ask. How do you, why, why do you feel that oh, way? He left. 
Oh, okay. He left. Uh, they exposed the freshman guarding coming off screens. That's what they I saw. And in terms of the when the game was won, because the game was won for Baylor, in my opinion, from about the last ten minutes of the, the, first, of the half. first half. Because yep. you go up, you know, you're up five or whatever Florida was. I know they were up more than that earlier, but they were up five to down eleven. And and you know, again, sometimes your decisions don't work out. I love the two for one that Florida went for at the end of the first half, but it backfired. Right. I mean, Baylor scored on both ends, and, and Florida didn't didn't uh, capitalize. So from that standpoint, you did the right thing, thing, as I believe, but it didn't work in that game. You know, a lot of people don't want to hear, well, this is a young team. For example, you know, Kentucky's got a young team every year, but that is part of this equation, isn't it? It is, and yet there's a difference in talent level as, as well. So... Um, yeah, again, you can get away with one freshman on the floor and kind of hide them. Maybe you might get fortunate with two, but you're not hiding three. And because of some foul difficulties, and you know they they had a trouble getting um, Blackshear back in the game at the under eight timeout. There was no dead uh, ball. Right. I mean, so he he stayed off the floor, and there's no question Florida's a better team when he's on the floor. Dan will talk to Mark. Hi, Dan. Hey, how are you guys? Good. Well, I'm looking forward to your new show here, guys. It's going to be good. Thank you. Uh, I, I did have a question about a, uh, a comment that was made comparing uh, Coach Huggins and Coach Williams when it comes down to the teams that they coach. And there was a comment made that made me think that Someone believed that Coach Williams' job had to be a little bit easier because he coached Blue Bloods. Well, Did I understand that correctly? I, I, I'll stand by that statement because at the Blue Blood programs, you are able to get a better player year in and year out. I'm, I'm not, I said that. I'm not belittling Coach Williams' accomplishments in any way, shape, or form. What I'd like to do is more emphasize what Bob Huggins has been able to do. Well, I did not intend to disparage Coach Huggins. He's a he's a great coach, in my opinion, as well. But I just wondered about looking at recruiting. How much easier could a job at, at uh, Duke or Stanford or or uh, Wake Forest or any of these teams that are considered blue blood teams? You might, you know, by and large, you know, they certainly have good good one loss records. Well, the only how one you mentioned in, much, in that group is Duke. Is Duke. The others, well, I, the others are not blue bloods. Okay. Well, then a couple of examples. It's 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 help Duke. Me understand. Okay, this. Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, North Carolina. I mean, uh, who am I? I mean, okay. the, and, and the reason why everybody calls them blue bloods is because their school colors are blue. Now, you <laughs> might throw Michigan okay. State into that mix. Um, but the, historically, those four programs have been at the top of the heap for a very long time. Okay, well, I and, know, and Coach Williams you, coached that. at two of those. Yeah, for a significant yeah. amount of time. I guess I was just misunderstanding what uh, 
what we were talking about when we said blue bloods. Right. I kind of right. Had maybe I had a different view. I don't. I wouldn't be in trying to be contrary. No problem. That's all I had, guys. And, Y'all have a great day and good luck here. Okay, I'm looking forward to this season. All right, Dan. And, thank you. And if I were to add a team to that list in terms of the last decade, it would be another blue blood. It would be Villanova, and what they've been able to. You'd do. put them there. Two two titles. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how many teams are winning two titles in five years? Yeah, that's true. And you don't think they don't roll off? I'm just, the, I'm just yeah, saying. No, I like I'm it. just saying. Michigan State goes in there, so they're the yeah. they're the odd color. <laughs> but is that more Izzo than it is program? Well, no, they were. Remember, they With won magic. under Judd Heathcote, yes. so they've been good for a very, very long time. And real quickly, and there've been a couple of programs who've fallen out of that. You know, Indiana. Yes. Has, is no longer considered a blue blood. Yeah. Real quick, um, with Michigan State, what's happened to Michigan? Remember? They were top ten. Well, They're like two and six in the Big Ten. And what chapter were they in the top ten? Yeah, in, chap- in this, chapter one. Yeah, they were in the two. top ten in chapter two. There, yeah. Nothing's happened to Michigan. It, it, yeah. the, the plot twists ha- have evolved. And they haven't won some games, haven't played as well, maybe, as they played earlier in the year. The other impact is that, you know, on any given... Again, I come back to the same thing. The difference between Michigan being 2-6 and six in the Big Ten and 6-2 and two is about five possessions. And that's it. Mississippi State tomorrow night. Yeah. I uh, had Mississippi State two weeks ago at Alabama. Uh, Reggie Perry. Whew. Whew. What a load. Um Power forward extraordinaire. Um, they've got Nick Witherspoon back now for about six or seven games after serving a nine, ten game suspension to start the year. So he's the point guard. Tyson Carter's a, had a struggling shooting year. Um, it's a physical team. They get the ball up on the glass. Very inconsistent, if not poor, three point shooting team. But they will try to beat you up on the glass. So Florida must do a, a, a job rebounding the ball. Um, they they had a tough loss in their uh, Big 12 challenge, a one-point loss at Oklahoma. Um, and so it's a team that I think uh, is on very much on the outside looking in, but with the right collection of wins here in the last half of the season, you know, could certainly get themselves in consideration. And getting one against Florida would certainly help. Yeah, a quadrant one opportunity for them. And yeah. I think it's quadrant two for Florida because Mississippi State's outside the top 30. Well, we are out of time. It, I tell you, the hour goes fast when Mark is here. We always uh, thank him for being here. We thank you for listening. Thanks to Tara for producing our Hoop There It Is podcast today. Back next week at 11 a.m. with another big week to talk about in college hoop. Sports Scene is next on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
worry less and connect more with crime prevention security systems. View cameras at your home or business or prevent package theft with their doorbell camera. Crime prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. Get a text notification when the kids get home from school or be notified if you forgot to set the alarm when you left. You can even get a notification if you didn't close the garage door. For home or office, Crime Prevention can do it all. Contact your local team at Crime Prevention Security Systems. Winners are the best of the best in Gainesville and the Ethics and Business Award. Crime Prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. For home or office, Crime Prevention can do it all. Winners are the best of the best in Gainesville and the Ethics and Business Award. Trust the team at Crime Prevention to secure your home, family, and business. They're large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Thank you for listening to Hoop There It Is with WRUF Steve Russell and ESPN basketball analyst Mark Wise. Hoop There It Is is brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to find the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or at WRUF.com. The flagship of the Florida Gators, WRUF AM Gainesville and W251 CG Gainesville.